Hi, I'm John Narrell, and welcome to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast. If you're feeling stuck in your career and overwhelmed by what steps to take, I can help you. As an executive and career transition coach, I help my clients prepare, position, and promote who they are and what they do to show up and find a job they love or love the job they have. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. So let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I am actually on a professional high right now. I just finished uh, helping to coach a wonderful program called Rising Stars through the Network of Executive Women. We just had our annual conference and we had 280 participants in this virtual conference. And I had a cohort of eight amazing professionals who I have had an opportunity to work with and am going to continue working with through the summer on their leadership development. And it was three wonderful days And yes, we were behind the screen and still logging on virtually because we were not able to do the event in person, but so many great keynotes and presentations and a closing session. And it was everything you could want for a virtual conference. And I'm so honored to be a part of it. So I took some time in the afternoon just to take a break and clear my mind out a little bit. And I'm not a Starbucks person. My husband is. He, he loves a certain drink at Starbucks. I'm not. But there's this um, lemonade, dragon fruit kind of drink. It's this like most amazing purplish kind of color. And my company logo and my branding colors are purple. And so it's like the second or third time I've had this drink and I really like it, which which now means like I could totally be into this drink for the summer. And... I just have to watch that because kind of like empty calories and things like that, but it's really, really good. And it was kind of a nice way to just treat myself a little bit with some downtime this afternoon before I got to recording this podcast with you. We think about our own career paths and there comes a time when we make a decision to look for another job that then ends up causing us to leave that job. You may have a new opportunity. Maybe you got recruited or poached. Maybe you've just decided that you don't want to work for someone anymore, or you don't like the fact that your work-life balance is out of whack and you are ready to go and do something else. Well, in this episode, we're going to acknowledge that now is never, now is never the right time for you to leave your job. Whether you are listening to this at the end of June or you are listening to this at the end of 2021 or even into 2022, if you happen to find it then, right? Now, when you're listening to this, it's never the right time to leave. Because you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, I can't leave now. They need me. I've got a lot of work to do. I'm the only one that knows how to do this thing. And what's going to happen to my team? And then you're thinking that you're going to miss your team members. You're going to miss the people you work alongside of. And you're dealing with this internal battle between loyalty and taking care of yourself and your loved ones. 
what if we were to acknowledge that as we're building this mid-career GPS, that when you are thinking about leaving a job or you are taking steps to do that, you're just exactly where you're supposed to be. This is exactly the lane you're supposed to be in. You're going to close one chapter and start writing a new one. You're going to get off this one exit and take a different highway. As you are looking at jobs or even if you're considering leaving and maybe you started talking to some people about it, you might be hearing that the job market is picking up. And that's some really good signs. And we're seeing this even in terms of some unemployment claims going down. But the summer is a really interesting time for job seekers because we come up on two um, parts in the summer, right? Well, actually, it's it's three or four now when you think about it, right? It's when Memorial Day starts, we hit 4th of July, and then we hit Labor Day. And then you might hit some things with um, summer vacations, your kids are out of school, you're trying to plan things, and then just just as I'm getting ready to record this, hearing the news that Juneteenth is going to be recognized as a federal holiday. So grateful for that. And you're going to find yourself trying to be like, well, gosh, there's so much stuff going on. Do I really have the energy to look for a job? And what if I just wait till Labor Day? Now is never the right time. You have to decide if you are willing to invest the time, effort, and energy to look for a new job, network, and actively interview, and to apply, and to apply for the jobs. Every time I have left a job, let's, let me just say that I have had my fair share of anxiety and worry, and I have questioned whether it was the right time or not. As I have gotten older, I like to describe this as just mind drama. It's the story I have told myself over and over again about whether or not I really could leave. When you are in control, and you are always in control of your career path, but when you are in control of that decision, meaning that you're doing great work, you're not at risk of being terminated or laid off or furloughed or fired from your company, and you're looking at this specifically as I'm making a decision to go, and you are committed to that. I want you to think of it as if you have already crossed over a bridge. In other words, there's no going back. It's, it's too much to go back over that bridge. It's too much work and effort. You've already made that decision. So now that you're on the other side, it's just a matter of when you take that next step. It really now is just a matter of when. But again, acknowledging that now it's just never a really good time. In our personal lives, more than likely you have at least one X. Maybe you have a couple, maybe you have more than you care to talk about. I certainly have had my share of X's. Now, I am not going to spill the tea on this podcast about all of my X's and things like that, my, my past relationships and such. But if you've dated, you have an ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. If you've been married, you may have an ex-spouse, right? Maybe you were engaged and now they're an ex. A lot of things happen in our lives, but we have exes for a reason. We choose not to stay with them anymore. 
In our careers, we have exes for a reason. We just happen to call them past employers. Somewhere along the line, it just didn't fit anymore. And we made a conscious decision that we said the relationship is over. I'm going to leave. So when you're thinking about leaving, what are the things you should consider before leaving your job? Work responsibilities is one of them. Once you give your notice, you really should have some kind of exit plan or exit strategy that you can share about how maybe your work might be delegated or who's going to take it over. I do believe there is always a way to exit an organization gracefully and professionally so you never burn that bridge because you never know where the road's going to take you and it might have you go on a U-turn back to that organization down the road. I know plenty of people who have gone back to work at their previous employer at another point in time. So always make sure to exit gracefully and professionally. You're going to want to consider your benefits, particularly your medical benefits. How long are you able to hold on to them once you exit? Some companies may let you keep them till the end of the month. Some may terminate at the middle of the month. Some may be like, you're done. You need to figure those things out. Now, the other thing is, is you also want to take a look at what the benefits are for the new job you are going to. Do you need to COBRA your benefits in between? I am very cautious in this regard that I never, ever, ever want to be left without medical coverage. God forbid something happens and you need to go to the hospital or something happens. It's just good to have. It's a good safety net. You need to consider your vacation time. Do you get that paid out when you leave? Do you have unused PTO or does the company just take that back? I left one job where I didn't have PTO. As a teacher, you get the school holidays and you get, quote unquote, the summers off. But I did have three personal days. Now, I could have cashed them out had I had them in the year that I left. But after being in a district for 14 years, I had accrued something like 74 sick days. By contract, those just got absorbed. I didn't get cashed out for those. So you need to figure out what those kind of things look like. The other thing is when you're considering leaving your job, is the disruption worth it to your professional life? In other words, can you win? Can you win by making the jump and going to a new organization and everything's going to work out fine for you? Making a jump to a new organization when we consider compensation and benefits packages are not always about money. Depending on where you are in your career, yes, you may be looking to increase your salary 5, 10, 20, maybe even more percent. Maybe you're in a spot where you said, you know what? I'm making good money. I could take a pay cut. I could take a pay cut for better work-life balance and not have to worry about things. When I left my teaching job in Northern New Jersey to move to Washington, D.C. 
in part because of my relationship and also in part because of a new job opportunity, I gave notice in February. Now, school year didn't end until June. I gave them plenty enough time for us to put together an exit strategy. And because of the situation I was in and because of the contract that I had in my district, I was able to take a year's leave of absence and they would hold the position open for me if I decided to return. Now, it was a great benefit. It was a great safety net in terms of trying out a new job and a new life and everything like that. And I've shared in a previous episode, not where I went into it thinking it was just going to fail because I don't have that kind of mindset on things, but it was a good safety net to have. But in doing all of that, there was the transition plan of if I'm not coming back, I'm not planning to come back, here's how we keep that position going. Here's how we fulfill the role of that position. I can put an exit plan or an exit strategy together all day long. It doesn't mean that they have to do it. As a district, as a company, as an organization, they're the ones that are going to make the decision. I am leaving, which means, therefore, I have no vested interest. I have no skin in the game, if you will, at those kind of decisions. I went to go work for DC Public Schools, an administrative role as a professional development specialist. And we had gone through a reorg. I survived that reorg. I then went to the state superintendent's office. That transition wasn't as, I'm just going to say bad. It wasn't as bad or as difficult as it was leaving the school district in New Jersey because I had been 14 months there. It was 14 months going into the, the job with DCPS then to go to the state superintendent. When I spent five years in an educational nonprofit and I left that job to open up my coaching practice full time, there were a lot of things that we needed to do and to consider in terms of us as a household, as a family, figuring out I was going to give up a steady paycheck in order to go this entrepreneurial route. I'm going to talk more about that in the next episode but leaving jobs are difficult. We often stay in jobs because we love the people we get to work with. If you are blessed to work alongside some amazing colleagues, not seeing them every day or emailing them or talking to them every day is a huge change. It's a loss. It's a loss for them and it's a loss for you in some ways. It is why grieving in the job process or the career transition process happens. What used to be no longer is as you move on. And you're going to hear from an upcoming guest of mine, the grass is not always greener. And we can sometimes fool ourselves into thinking that it is. So as you're navigating this career journey and you're building this GPS toward whatever is next, I want you to think about where you're going. What is the new job offering you that you don't have in your current job? And I want you to think about what you offer to the new position or organization and why that is of value or necessity to them. I want you to think about your intentions for leaving. 
There are reasons why you leave, and they may not be part of the story you tell when you do. Maybe you work for a toxic boss. Maybe you work in a toxic environment. Maybe you're at risk of being terminated because of job performance. And so you'd rather get out on your own accord before you get terminated. Whatever your intentions are about leaving, and maybe it's just, I want to go make more money. I want a better title. I want more responsibility. Whatever your intentions are about leaving, think about how you can leave gracefully and never, ever, ever burn a bridge or destroy a relationship in the process. If you're going to take your toys and go play with them elsewhere, just do it in a way that the people who you are going to leave will have a chance to say they left gracefully. They did that the right way. They gave us plenty of notice and I wish them all the best. You have to decide the role that you're in and the job you're doing and where you work as to how much time you are actually going to give them for notice. I would strongly suggest here, based on my own experience, that you never give notice until you have a firm job offer in hand. At that point, you can negotiate what the exit date is. And if you can, I am a firm believer that you give yourself at least two weeks between positions. Yes, I understand that can be a hit and that's not possible for everybody. But two weeks to clear your mind and all of that stuff will work wonders. So think about those things. But I I would strongly suggest that you not show your cards, if you will, until you have that offer in hand and you are willing to accept it. This, This conversation today you know, I I get asked this a lot of time by clients and they're like, well, what should I do? You know, what do you recommend? It's not my place to recommend to them. As a coach, it's my job to help you see the scenario in its entirety so you can make the best decision for yourself. You may be like, deuces, I'm out of here. I'm done. I could care less. That is your choice. It is not my place as a coach to judge whether that is quote-unquote right or wrong. You will make the best decisions for you. So when you're thinking about leaving, and if we acknowledge that just now is never the right time to go, by saying now is not the right time to go, it's just acknowledging that these decisions are difficult on some level. But you do them and you make them. And you go that additional mile and you move on to something else that is worth it and it is better for you. And while I am, I am not a Dr. Phil fan, but years and years and years ago, I read a part of some book of his and there was one quote in that book that has stuck with me 
And as much as I don't watch his show and I don't care for him, uh, just in terms of how I spend my time on the TV or how I consume content, I cannot get this quote out of my head. So in that respect, I will give him props for that. The quote is, whatever happens, I know I'm going to be okay. Isn't that a great way to go through things? Whatever happens, I know I'm going to be okay. So whatever happens in this job search process, whatever happens in your leadership journey, you are going to be just fine. Just fine. And knowing that, how does that help you make a decision? Because remember, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. All right. Thanks for the time today. I wish you a great rest of the day. Stay tuned. I have an amazing conversation lined up for you on Friday. Such a wonderful conversation about career development and career transition and how our career paths are not linear. It's going to be a great and motivating, inspiring conversation with my very good friend, Dean Cox, who you are just going to get so much out of. So I look forward to you listening to that episode on Friday. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at John Narrow Coaching. Great stuff there. Join my private Facebook group called Your Mid-Career GPS. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn. If we're not on LinkedIn, let's get connected. I wish you a great rest of the day. Stay safe. Be well. And I'll see, I'll hear, I'll uh, hear, see, whatever. We'll be together on Friday. Have a great one. I'll talk to you later. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to miss an episode, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. And I'd appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review. Visit johnnarrow.com to download your free copy of the 55-Minute Career Transition Jumpstart to help you start building your mid-career GPS. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.